0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of Let's Trip About It. I'm Dylan Holmes. Today's guest is opting to remain nameless. She's a 24-year-old social work student from Ontario, Canada. In this episode, we talk about the public perception of psychedelics, sharing a trip with a partner or loved one, and why people tend to have emotional walls put up when talking about their feelings. Now, as always, you've turned on, you're tuned in. Let's trip about it. Did you say you microdosed?
1: Um, I have before, like it's Mm -hmm. not something that I've done a lot of times or anything like that, but there's been times I've been like on vacations or trips and it's like during the day and I'll just take like 0.5 and then you walk around the streets and enjoy the sunshine.
0: Mm -hmm. How often have you done that?
1: Um, I've done that three times, just like microdosing like that. Nothing bigger? Oh no no no! I have taken the baby. <laughs> yes. Um, I probably I think the most I've ever done is like three point five, like right around there.
0: Oh, that's a decent amount.
1: It was it was the time.
0: <laughs> what got you interested in them to begin with?
1: Um, honestly, I didn't really dabble in very much until after high school. So it was really just one of those things where my boyfriend at the time was like hey, you want to do some mushrooms? And I was like, sure, why not? We'll try now. And then after that, I just kind of really enjoyed it. And it was like, I would say more of like my drug of choice. Like I I liked doing it. I enjoyed it. And it didn't make me feel like drinking, you know, like so out of control or like wasted or anything like that because I never did too much at a time, I would say, really.
0: Right, yeah. Have you on that first time that you said you did it, did you, like, how much did you take then? Was it like a a trip or was it just a little bit?
1: My very first time was definitely a trip. Um, <laughs> I think I took two grams that time. Mm-hmm. And like, even to this day, I still feel like it was one of the craziest times I ever did mushrooms. And like, I feel like I've done them quite a bit now, but like, regardless, it was just like my very first experience was like no other, but it was cool. It was a really cool time. It was just like, me and my boyfriend and um, my parents had an empty house that was also furnished. So I was like, perfect, we'll do them here. And uh, yeah, it was my first time, but he had already done them a good handful of times. So he was like, this is what it's going to be like, blah, blah, blah. And then I, we took him at like 8 p.m. And the next thing I knew, it was six in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, well, take us, take us through that then. So you take him. What happens?
1: I took them, and I remember, like, at first, not having the best time. I was like, I want to be alone. I don't want to be near anybody. Please stay on the other end of the couch. I'll <laughs> my own thoughts for a while. And then, like, eventually, we just started talking, and, like, the conversation started flowing. And I think, like, it really became, like, a very intimate thing for the two of us for our first time, too. Like, we were we were younger and whatever, so it was just, like, chilling and then all cards on the table and then we just talked probably about everything under the moon really and then laughed a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um yeah it was a good time but that was a while ago to be honest like I don't think I can speak too much about it I can tell you after though like I couldn't believe how long it lasted like even into the next day I was like wow like I still feel like it's 11 o'clock in the morning and I still feel like Giggly and jittery and happy.
0: It lasts a while, like not necessarily like the effects, like it's out of your system within a few hours, but like kind of those residual feelings can last, you know, a lot of people do them like kind of annually or semi-annually mm-hmm. the point where, you know, say three or four times a year. And then in those spaces between each time you take them, you still feel some sort of effect from that last time. Cause I know. From uh, like the last time I took them was May or June, I think. And even, you know, it's starting to like slightly come down now, but just like, it's so hard to explain kind of like the, some sort of doors in your mind just open up a, and then you kind of just see things Great. a little bit differently. Right. So like, you know, it's a bad example, but like you see like a, a car and instead of seeing that car, you kind of see the metal. The engine it's it's an object being moved through some like explosive power on rubber wheels and you kind of no
1: i totally get that like you you just you you view things differently and then after you just remember like even like the way you said that i remember one time doing mushrooms and going for a walk and then there was like this brick house and there was like only one window on the side of that brick house and then at that moment i was like i never want my life to be like this side of this house (laughs) And, like, to this day, when I pass by that house, it's, like, a reminder of everything I thought that wall resembled right there.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. That's, like, it was basically just, like, a, a painting for you then. Like, the yeah, same kind yeah. of feeling people get from paintings. And that's crazy how, like, yeah. it still lasts after, you know, however many years that was.
1: Yeah, a good couple years now. Probably, like, I would say four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, like, I agree with you, like, what you were saying earlier, like, the lasting effects of mushrooms and, like, just, like, even the way you can feel and the way you experience things after, definitely relevant, definitely something that takes place when you take them.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, did you ever get a, like, you know, like, you were gone, gone kind of trip? Or was it more just kind of, like, light visuals and giggles?
1: Um, hmm. Like, you mean like hallucinations and stuff or like?
0: Well, I mentioned this before on an episode, but like, I, I think it was off of four grams that when I closed my eyes, I didn't have a body and it was just a purple energy, which was the strangest thing. Almost like I just kind of donated my body to something else. It was taking over for a bit and I was just floating in a different world. So anything like along those lines or am I just sounding really weird to you right now?
1: No, no, I love it. <laughs> um, I think like, I don't know, like I definitely remember my, my first trip. Like I always go back to that one when I think about like crazy feelings and stuff like that. Because it was the first time like I think I hallucinated or not the first time. It was definitely the first time I ever hallucinated. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, I think, because of everything happening for the first time, it really stuck with me. So I felt like then like I got like a lot of visuals, like a lot of things like moving and squigglies. But then I also remember like looking in the mirror at one point and then just thinking like that my kind of like what you were saying, like my body and my soul feel like two completely very different things and that that didn't really matter. But it almost feels weird to, like, explain my mushroom thoughts right now. Like, I've never done this Mm -hmm. (laughs) exciting. I feel like a crazy person, though, a little bit at the same time.
0: Yeah, take your time with it. It is really hard to explain.
1: But. Yeah, sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh, no, I was just going to say how. Like, see, now even trying to come up with the words to describe it, but. I don't know, but some people say that looking in the mirror is a bad thing I, I do it Ooh. I do it all the time too love it did you get any it was just more like a vibe you got did you see anything when you look in the mirror that was kind of like you know like kind of scary
1: oh okay so this might sound weird but I literally felt like half person half cat when I looked in the mirror <laughs> like I felt like so agile and like aware of my body I was like you are like an animal and I was like you are like a cat and I'm like your body moves like one you like you're like one kind of a thing but I guess like I didn't see anything but it was more like a feeling
0: that's weird that you say that because uh I felt the exact same way same type of animal too it was a lion no
1: way crawling
0: (laughs) through the grass and I'm like oh my god I'm a lion right now and I start like doing like a, a roar for whatever reason and it's also something I see quite often too it's always a picture of like either lion eyes cat eyes always just coming towards I know it's kind of like roughly the similar geometric shapes that people usually see but it's like very very detailed images coming towards me which is just very strange always cats
1: I feel like when I take mushrooms and then whenever I go to sleep I think like that's honestly when I get the most visuals is like when my eyes are closed and then like like i just see like everything moving in like completely different ways with like completely different shapes or colors like one time i remember it was like wood like in my brain like i could see like stacks of wood building something while i was going to sleep and then like another time it was like a machine like i seen like machine parts like moving around and stuff like that but i've always thought about those thoughts like i would say like the next day like because that always interests me. Like, what is your mind thinking about kind of when you're going to sleep? And then like reflecting on it the next day, like I was always able to relate almost like what I saw in my brain to like my actual feelings. Like, oh, like I'm building all of these other things in my life right now. It makes sense that I felt this way. And then like with the machinery, like I was really busy. I remember those times I took mushrooms and like moving a lot and going through a lot of process so to me like it almost made sense that that's what i was seeing
0: that's really cool yeah and that's you know especially another important reason why it's important to if you're going to take these do it you know in a relaxing common environment so you can kind of you know think about the things you're seeing instead of just going all right that's just some random machinery who knows why that's there you can actually True. take the time to go oh okay i'm pretty busy right now right
1: Yeah I think it's like a cool part too about like you even doing like this podcast and whatever like it really promotes the reflection part of like doing mushrooms and stuff like that and I think that's huge and I think it's really interesting because there's so many different things that you experience and then you feel because like your emotions are so heightened like it's important like in the next couple of days or weeks or months or whatever to be reflective on what you felt and how like and how that's relevant in your everyday life almost.
0: For sure. Yeah. That's why, you know, people think, you know, they tr- drop it under that umbrella of the word drugs and just assume it's some sort of party thing that like, all right, today, we're going to take some tomorrow and we're going to take some more the next day. Let's just keep taking them. First of all, that's not something you can do. No. it's <laughs> like They're anti-addictive, right? So you can't actually take the same amount and expect to get the same effect. You do have to sure. wait a certain amount of time, but also the fact that if you do take a or have a big enough trip, that you you don't want to take another one right away no you need that time to kind of sit down and like okay what just happened right
1: 100 percent One hundred percent
0: now did you okay so because i haven't microdosed myself but the times that you said you did that a few times right yeah yeah so the times that you did did you notice a change in the days to follow that or was it more just that day
1: I think well okay like thinking back to the most recent time I did it um I felt a long-term effect but in turn I also took mushrooms again later that night at a concert so um I don't know how much microdosing applies to that but I do remember because whenever we go like backwood camping and whatever we bring mushrooms and then we'll take some like during the day but when we're hiking, moving around a lot, like for us, like it's just like a little bit you want to take because you also got shit to do when you're hiking. <laughs> yeah. Um, Like at those times, like I think it has a lasting effect, I would say, Um, but I would only see it for like the next couple of days.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you're like to typically this is off of just research, I haven't actually microdosed myself yet, but apparently it's supposed to be like roughly, you know, a day taking it, so like 0. 0.12, whatever, grams. okay. And then take about two days off, two, three days off, and then kind of let it do its thing throughout those couple days, take it again. So like once every two or three days. And from that, people have been saying they get like, you know, if in, in school they get better grades, they're more interested in like boring teachers, helps with like writer's block. Some people even, uh, it even cured their stutters
1: Oh, interesting!
0: Yeah, I was listening to one podcast. This guy, he uh, like his whole childhood, stuttered his whole life, and takes this, you know, whole bag of mushrooms. Didn't wait or anything, just a whole clump and just
1: oh my toss it down.
0: <laughs> he said he was, uh, he climbed this tree during a storm, which you know, of course, great idea when you're taking mushrooms.
1: Right, right. And
0: so you know, rain pouring down, thunder, lightning everywhere, and it just sounds like the beginning of like a superhero or something he comes down you know a storm passes whatever the next day he uh he's talking to this girl that you know he finds attractive she's nice to him and for the first time he was able to talk to someone completely fine without a stutter which is just crazy
1: A surprise right wow mm-hmm. like yeah like personally from my own experiences like, even just taking a little bit throughout the day, like, the way it really lifts your mood and and just your ability to be aware of everything around you and to feel things, I would say, like, a little bit more deeply is definitely there. But I guess, like, it would definitely be interesting to do, like, what you're saying, like, okay, take it two days and or take it a day and then take days off and then take it again. Like, it would be cool to even, like, feel, like, the long terms or, like, the effect that that could have on you.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, like the studies that have been done on that, they've been saying how you get more compassionate, you're more grateful, you know, boost creativity, boost energy, focus, which is, you know, not a bad thing at all compared to the side effects you get from, you know, antidepressants or anything like that. Because that's yes. what they'd kind of be switching from, you know, they'd be going on a bunch of antidepressants and then those wouldn't work. They would get addicted to those, obviously. And then from there, trying something else with either mushrooms or microdosing LSD too.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. I do know somebody that they claimed to dose uh, microdose MSL or sorry, LSD. And personally, like, I don't know how true to name they were when saying that. Like, I think that maybe they dabbled a little bit more than just microdosing. Mm -hmm. But I would be curious even to like know more about like the differences between that. Because when you take LSD, you see Make you hallucinate
0: more right uh, i have not actually taken that myself yet either i from what i hear though v- visually they're very similar mm. but it's more introspection on mushrooms so you kind of think more about yourself more about your ego compared to oh. more colors and hallucinations i guess is my interpretation of it at least i'm not 100 gotcha. in, in that area
1: all right well Whoever makes it first we'll let each other know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've said a lot of good stuff about it so far. Do you have any negative things to say about your experiences?
1: Um, for sure. Like I think I've been pretty fortunate as a person and like I've never like I hear some people and they have like these terrible experiences doing mushrooms and I'm like, whoa, I'm like very grateful I've never felt that mm-hmm. way before. But there's definitely I would say, like, pros and then some cons to doing it. Like, it's still a drug. Like, you're still going to come down from it if you're taking, like, larger doses and whatever. But just, like, being hungover, you're going to feel like shit after Mm -hmm. the thing, in my opinion. But I would say in my trips, I haven't had to experience, like, too many bad things. Except there were, like, a couple times where, like, the vibe wasn't exactly right for me, I would say. But... I've always been like a pretty decent person at saying, all right, I'm going to go for a walk or go into this room or find a new adventure kind of a thing. I think it's just like really about when those bad moments come, you're like, hey, see you later. I got to stop thinking about you right now kind of a thing.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and that you actually mentioned too, like the bad vibe. It's really important not to have that, you know, kind of negative set and setting. So being around people that you don't know or like, you know, loud music that you don't like, you said you took it a concert. I assume that's a concert you liked going to, though. You liked the music, 100%, in which case yes. it probably helped with that, right?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. for Sure.
0: Now, have they, has your experience changed you at all? Like you right now, are you different because of doing the psychedelics?
1: Um, I would say yes. Like, but again, like kind of like what I was even saying earlier. Like it for me. In order for there to be change, like when doing psychedelics, like you can't think about it like, oh, I did mushrooms. Like it's like, oh, I did mushrooms and now I gotta reflect on the things that I felt and like actually consider it and whatever. And I think that from doing both of those things, it's definitely influenced like who I am now, like the way that even you view drugs and like the use of them and things like that has definitely shifted for me. And then also, I guess like kind of going back to like what you were saying, like compassion and stuff like that, like that's a big thing. But I think that it really allows you to feel more deeply for others because you end up better understanding yourself.
0: Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I noticed personally that after the very first time that I took them, the second or I guess the next day, finally coming out of it. Right away, it just clicked for whatever reason. I didn't think about it. It was never an intention. But I was just like, okay, I'm done eating red meat for whatever re- I don't know wow. why. Really tried to go vegan too. But it just, you know, because of needing to get protein and not liking other food, it was kind of hard. But just right Shit. away, you know, um, like beef was out, pork was out, slowly cut turkey out. Like I saw, I live near like this, there's a flock of turkey. I don't know whatever you're calling. Like there's always like a bunch of turkeys running by around my house. And right when I saw them, you know, a few days after this, I'm like, okay, well shit, now I can't eat them either. Just seeing them just as a group, just hanging out together. I could not bring myself to do that. And not saying it doesn't taste good. Like I could devour turkey. I could devour, you know, bacon. I could devour a burger. But I just cannot bring myself to do that. Because it's like, you know, part of me kind of just extended out to every living thing in the world at once. And there's, like you said, that this feeling of connectedness.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. On, like, another note of connectedness, too, like, I guess for me, like, I don't know if you've ever done them with, like, a partner before, but, like, I've always felt like when I've done them with, like, somebody I'm dating, the relationship between us becomes like so much deeper like i've said it to my friends before i'm like if you really love somebody and you're considering leaving them you guys should definitely do mushrooms together (laughs) i'm like get it all out there make sure you know how you really feel because it's just like in my opinion like very raw emotions as well so like you don't really get to hide or not say what you want to say it's coming out no matter what
0: (laughs) so how uh like can you speak more on that like what, what what kind of conversation would you have
1: Yeah, well, one time, I guess, on mushrooms, it was uh, the very first time me and my boyfriend at the time had said that we loved each other, which is like pretty crazy to me, because first of all, I didn't know that either either of us were going to like say that anytime soon, even though we both clearly felt it. And I never thought that it was going to come out in that kind of situation. But it just became one of those things where... We just started really talking about, like, ourselves. And then, like, I think it comes back to, like, that connection part again. And then we realized, like, how how strong we were together, how much we appreciated each other. And then the word just kind of flew out because that was how we both felt at the time.
0: And do you – I don't want to – do you think it was because of the mushrooms, though? Or did you actually feel that way?
1: Oh, we both definitely felt that way. It wasn't because of the mushrooms. Mm -hmm. It was – i think the mushrooms just gave us like that little push they were like
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's good i actually haven't done that with my girlfriend either but i do hear that it's great for even even people that don't do it together just doing it if there is an issue in like a, a marriage or whatever it has helped them kind of get through things even if it's just one person doing it but yeah both people doing it together regardless of if it's a relationship or if you're just friends or whatever you get you get so much closer
1: agreed agreed
0: yeah like uh you know you know miguel miguel and i did them together and Mm -hmm. after after doing that we were close to begin with but there's just there's kind of just like that extra level that you reach where you can't do or maybe not can't but it's really hard to do it sober i guess at least from my perspective there's just a whole new level that you can't reach without the the aid of something like the mushrooms for example it just takes for you to sure. a whole nother level and you just have like a whole newfound appreciation for each other i don't know how he feels that's how i felt with him at least
1: oh let me tell you he loves you oh okay <laughs> no but i definitely get what you're saying and i think it goes back to that like raw emotion again and then like just being like really self-aware of your feelings and unfortunately like that's not something everybody is capable of doing in an everyday life And i would say most of us often aren't really capable of being, like, that honest and open, like, with ourselves. So, like, how do we expect that to happen with other people? Mm-hmm.
0: And what, why do you think that is? Because, like, a lot of us are kind of, and I, myself too, can be really closed off as if there's just a wall in between you and everyone else. Why do you think that is?
1: I think that, honestly, it comes down to fear a lot because you never know what the other person's going to say. But then I guess when you're... Taking mushrooms, you have that opportunity to really hear somebody and 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 listen at the same time, you know, without like immediately reflecting on it. Maybe how you would feel, like kind of like we were talking about like earlier again, like being more compassionate. Like I might not react the same as I would, or like sadness might not overcome me like it would in everyday life to hear what you how you really feel, like and it might be more of a conversation about the two of us instead of more like one-sided how it usually is and I don't think anybody likes being rejected and when you open yourself up you automatically open yourself up for rejection as well Mm
0: -hmm. that's true yeah and I guess mushrooms are obviously very introspective but taking them with other people I find it's very interpersonal as well so opposed to say if you you know just got completely wasted that's when you know it's all about you a lot of mm-hmm. the time, right? compared to if you take mushrooms where you're thinking about yourself, but at the same time, you're generally concerned how other people are thinking too. So it's not just like, all right, I'm just gonna you know, do my trip over here in the corner. I don't care what they're doing over there. You're generally you're right. curious, like, all right, how are you feeling? What are you experiencing? Mm-hmm. Tell me your thoughts. You just, can't, you, you just wanna know what they're feeling. You don't even care yeah, what you're you thinking. Care. Yeah.
1: Agreed, agreed. You've mm-hmm. done them by yourself before?
0: That is actually the next, next trip. I wanted to do an actual, like the kind of a study similar to the ones from John Hopkins, where Mm -hmm. they actually have a playlist online or on Spotify for it. So it's a bunch of classical music. So you toss headphones on, blindfold, lie down, and you just go. So yeah, that's off of like, I think, I don't know how much they took there, but it would be a heroic dose in this case. And I would do like a do like a test beforehand, like a personality test or something like that. One of those.
1: Oh, goodness.
0: Take the same thing after and kind of just compare.
1: That's awesome. I don't know. How long do you think you'll be able to stay blindfolded for?
0: Oh, that would it would be hard. Probably would have to come out for a bit. And like, you know, am I still alive? Where am I? (laughs) Have you done them alone?
1: uh no it was honestly like uh it was my goal when I was living on my own to do them alone and then like life just got busy and then every time I ended up taking mushrooms over with other people so I never got the chance I'd say but honestly I don't even really know how much it's something I I want to do right now I feel like I might get lonely <laughs> <laughs> I honestly also have like a legitimate fear. Like, I would have to get somebody to watch my dog for the day. Like, if I had my mm-hmm. dog when I was on mushrooms, I'd be, like, worried about losing him. The
0: whole <laughs> That's actually one of the scariest things, too, looking at a dog on mushrooms. Oh, yeah. Because, like, again, the connectedness thing, you feel very connected to it. But at the same time, it's like, you know, it's staring into you. And, oh, it's just, it, I love dogs. I'm wearing a dog shirt right now, too. I love dogs. <laughs> but, oh, that, it scared the hell out of me. I, I, I was having a staring contest with this dog. But it was frightening.
1: That's hilarious. I just feel bad for my dog. I'm like, oh, you know what I'm doing.
0: (laughs) Embarrassed by me. (laughs) Have you seen those videos where some dogs actually get into mushrooms? Whether it's someone's house or you know wild mushrooms, they just start tripping. They have it. Look like they have a great time.
1: Oh man. There's
0: um, one person that I ordered spores from before, like mushroom spores. Um, she was saying how. So, like, she obviously, you know, cultivates them herself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she was saying how she had some growing in her fridge and somehow the dog, you know, the fridge was open or the dog got in or something like that, got into the mushrooms, ate them, and then just had a blast. Was just kind of oh. jumping around all excited.
1: That's hilarious. No, I don't know what my dog would do if he ate them. Probably sleep <laughs> anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be a lot more cozy. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, uh, if you were to do alone, would you want someone to watch you? Because that is something that's usually advised.
1: Ooh, really? Instead in-
0: of just having you alone, you have like a trip sitter, just in case something did go wrong. Or, you know, in this case someone has to watch your dog.
1: I guess I would want maybe... No, I don't think I'd want somebody there, to be honest. I think I would want to, like, actually be alone. Like, if I want to do it by myself, let me be by myself. Mm-hmm. But... I also think like maybe it'd be good to have somebody like come like three hours later and just like, hey, Justice, you okay? You need some water? <laughs>
0: just on standby, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did want to do them. Have you ever heard of those? Like, uh, I don't even know what they're called, but you kind of just go not blindfolded, but you're just in a dark room, kind of like a sensory deprivation thing. Okay. And take them there. So, like, there's things where you go to these resorts or something and they're completely pitch black inside the rooms. So like they put your food in there somehow. I I don't know how exactly, but you don't, there's no light coming in and you just spend X amount of days or a week or something in this dark room, just kind of sitting with your own thoughts.
1: Wow. Wait, not on mushrooms or on mushrooms?
0: Well, the resorts themselves, I think it's just normal, like without gotcha, mushrooms. Gotcha, gotcha. But I mean, if you were to bring them, I feel like that would just be a fantastic time or a terrible right. time. I don't know.
1: One or the other. Interesting. interesting? Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'd feel about being in the dark that long. But then again, maybe if I was on well, you would adapt I guess too. And then I mean mm-hmm. if you're on mushrooms, who knows what how you'll feel or what you see.
0: Yeah, because have you ever noticed that when your eyes are open versus when your eyes are closed, it's like a completely different different visual that you're getting. So you might get hundred
1: percent.
0: Yeah, like uh like one time I was getting like a film strip kind of floating around in my head and i open my eyes and you know see com- something completely different but close them again and get that same image
1: mhm mhm for sure for sure you're right so maybe just because it is complete darkness yeah that's true maybe you would like see. would you
0: see the same thing or no huh. this is something we got to experiment with we got to get going we got work for to real
1: do. for real we need to like make a task list and split it <laughs> <or> something
0: yeah <laughs> all right now so, your name is not in this right now, and clearly mine is, so mm-hmm. we do have a kind of different view on that, and obviously we're in different professions as well. like this isn't my job to do this,
1: right but there
0: is a you know a difference there, so I just want kind of want to get your perspective on that why not just you? I don't want to feel like I'm coming at you with this, but why no, like, no
1: worries. why do
0: you and other people kind of kind of feel that need to to kind of cover that up? Again, it sounded really rude coming out, but you know what I mean?
1: nope, no, 100% I got mm-hmm. it. Um, Really, for me, it, ugh, I even hate that I have to cover up my name. Like, I dislike it. Like, I want to be a rebel, and I just, I want to have it out there. But I'm really at a time in my life where um, I'm advancing in my career, and, like, that's a really big thing for me. And because my career path is social work, It's like a really interesting way that I feel about it because in one part, I feel like I'm for drugs being like legal or like, you know, monitored. Like we spend so much money on the war on drugs and things like that. And there's so much more criminal activity because of it. And then there's also the other fact that we can help people and taxpayers can actually make money off of it. Like, you know, like when it's legalized and things like that. And, but the other part of me understands that the professional side of the world doesn't ex doesn't see it like that like social advocate me does but professional me can't yet they're Mm -hmm. not kind of the same so I think that a lot of people honestly fear it because of like public perception and like what is my boss going to think if they hear this is this going to be held against me if if they hear me say all these things and I would say that's my biggest worry, honestly, is that right there.
0: Yeah. Now I see that perspective too, and I'm not going to try to like debate it, but I just want to say from like, from this point of view, and again, I'm not in like a professional school or professional, you know, field or anything like that. So I can't really relate to it. But just from my perspective, it does kind of seem like if you do it, it's kind of your almost like your duty to be open about it. Because if like, honestly, if everyone was completely honest, everyone in the world about their drug use, people's minds would just be blown about the amount of people that do take them. And I do feel like there is that huge stigma on it for the people that don't know anything about them. And if that's true, if the people that say, you know, they look up to or people that they know, were all open, like, okay, yeah, I do it. And you kind of see that there are a lot of professionals that do it. People in professional schools, people in, you know, jobs that they interact with people like you, for example. Mm -hmm. And if those people saw that people like you, people like me were all doing them, it would kind of do like a little kind of perspective change to it, which would, you know, further psychedelics as a whole. Do you get, do you get where I'm coming from with that? 100%
1: I do I definitely do for sure and like honest to goodness like I feel like if we were doing the same podcast in like five years from now and I was more advanced maybe in my life and not like just like a little minnow in a big pool or Mm -hmm. something like that then sure like I have no idea saying and maybe even like voicing my own opinion about it a lot more like on my own like even outside of this podcast it would just I just feel like I I don't have that kind of entitlement yet. And I feel like also the other part of it is my age because of how young I am. All of these older people in the world, even though they're doing the exact same thing, they're going to say, oh, just like every other bad thing in the world, we're supposed to sweep that under the rug, you know? But I guess like that's, you're right. That's part of it is being like the rebel and rebel with the cause and, and saying what you got to say because you do support it at the end of the day.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's kind of sad that it's true but it's kind of sad that it is kind of being a rebel with it when you kind of think about that word in general like you're not really rebelling against anything there's just one group that group being you know a government saying that you shouldn't do something Mm -hmm. and you know to kind of break it down to a kid it's like your parent telling you what to do eventually you get to an age where you're like i can actually not listen to them that's possible And then you kind of, you know, take your own values from life and then go on. And then that's how you teach, you know, your kids or whoever. So in that sense, it's like really hard to put into words, but like it does just feel like we're
1: doing the same thing almost.
0: Yeah, just kind of being being like shut down from from like a government point of view when it's it doesn't harm you a and b it doesn't harm other people around you 99 percent of the time obviously there's always that case where someone was high on something and hurt someone else for sure in the end it's you know it's a pursuit of happiness Mm -hmm. right and if you want to do that to pursue happiness and you don't infringe upon anyone else that really shouldn't be an issue right
1: i agree i agree with that for sure i think that it exactly what you said is right like it does really go back to like the government too and like the policies that they make and i'm not surprised that canada itself like has taken so long to advance like within like the drug realm of the world considering that you've seen like so many other countries and other communities like even like Colorado who's slowly legalizing mushrooms and stuff there and so we know we know it works we know it's beneficial to do it so it's like why aren't we doing it kind of a thing Mm -hmm.
0: but yeah like you said a lot of people are legalizing now it is starting to kind of gain traction but ever since you know 60s 70s 80s 90s 2000s 2010s 40 50 years whatever of lost time where we could be here but in the 60s so imagine how far we could have been by now with the, how many people could have been helped how sure. many people could have been using them to get off other substances uh-huh but here we are here we are the- <laughs> But know it is starting and it's hopefully gonna pay off soon
1: i agree and like honestly my least favorite argument is like when people talk about how it could be bad for society and like taxpayer money and yada yada i'm like the opposite folks i'm like it's the opposite <laughs> Miss. <laughs> well,
0: that's just that narrative that people hear, again, that's probably just from the government telling them or their parents telling them, and then you just kind of repeat it on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah, it's always the people that haven't done them that have such strong negative opinions on it, which is just such a crazy thing to say. That's like being against a certain food, saying a certain food's awful, no one should eat it, but you have never had it before. You don't really have that right to say anything. All you're going off of is news stories, but of course they're going to put the worst ones on top if they're drug related and say it was because of the drugs.
1: Right, right.
0: But there's just too many benefits from it.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. There, yeah, it's, I, th- yeah, I think you're right though too. In the other retrospect, like there is a lot more being done with it as well, and there is like a lot larger of a movement. So. I think it would be interesting to see, like, where this path kind of goes in the next, like, four or five, six years kind of thing. Unfortunately, like, it stinks it's going to take that long, but I think that that would be, like, the minimum time frame until you've seen, like, a larger movement in Canada.
0: Where do you think it's going to end up going?
1: I think it's going to end up being legalized. Like, I don't know how long it's going to take, but there's just... There's just so many movements, and then the other part of it is too is there's people like you and myself who, and we're like the younger generations. We're gonna be not the younger generations eventually. And the fact that it's people like you, young people, taking the initiative to start these movements and have these conversations, you get to be part of the influence later on. And hopefully, what you're doing now has a lasting impact, which I think it will to also communicate with other young people who will be in positions where, hey, okay, now we know. It's not something we can ignore anymore. It's being talked about. We have the facts. It's not like it's this forbidden fruit. It's not this drug that you shouldn't be doing that could ruin your life. It has good positive benefits. And and we're discussing them and we're talking about them.
0: Mm -hmm. That's true, yeah. And I feel like a lot of that is attributed to social media being a thing. Mm -hmm. Like when we didn't have it, You would watch the news and whoever owned that news station put out that story and could just say they're good or they're bad and obviously every single time it's they're bad but now there's obviously more than just one tv station to watch there's more than one platform to be on so just like you know like we're doing right now for example you could be listening to it it's on youtube you could be watching you know a ted talk it's everywhere so you can't really hide from it now
1: agreed agreed for Hmm. sure Thank you